1: The Advertising Show is being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production as we bring you another encore show this time around. It is with a gentleman by the name of Kevin Smith. Kevin is a formerly Senior VP and Director of Account Planning with Campbell Ewald, also spent some time at JWT as a senior partner. Uh, His company is called 360 Brand Machine, and basically what's all about Kevin? Well, it's all about automotive. He is a unique strategic marketer with diversified automotive skills and many industry accomplishments An idea guy and a passionate car guy. He's skilled at uh, providing uh, innovative ideas and business solutions. His company, 360 Brand Machine, is uh, a fusion of what's next in strategic marketing. It's built on 20 years of diversified automotive marketing experience. And it was a great interview. We're happy to share it with you again here at the Advertising Show. Listen. Kevin, uh, welcome. It is so, such a pleasure to have you here on the advertising show. I think we're going to be talking. We'll turn this into car talk today or something like that, right? Sounds <laughs> great, and I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, we're honored to have you on. and uh, noted your article uh, several months ago, uh, your CMO strategy article in Ad Age called What Car Brands Can Learn from Saturn's Rise and Fall, and I want to get into a little bit about that. Uh, uh, certainly, we can update that uh, article, I guess, uh, Kevin, by talking about what uh, – marketing folks can learn from the rise and fall of GM, but I, this is only a one-hour show, so I don't know that we can do that. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, Saturn, what a great brand when it first came out, and a, a, virtually a new business model for uh, the retail business of of automotive. Talk a little bit about what we can learn from the rise and fall of Saturn.
2: Well, you know, I think uh, fundamentally um, what, what GM did, and probably one of the the – one and only uh, big, great ideas that Roger Smith ever had was he said, "You know, uh, we really need to, to figure out a way to take on these pesky imports, right?" And, and uh, he really kind of went about it in a very different way at the time. I mean it was it was all about a wholesale shift away from uh, being sort of you know push marketers and, uh, and really sort of listening to customers and building the whole business around you know, customer needs and wants. And uh, so that was really uh, thinking that was way ahead of its time. And so I think, you know, what they went on to do was build um, a very unique uh, experience from end to end for Saturn. Okay. And it was all about, you know, we're going to uh, do a lot of benchmarking of, you know, the best hotel chains, of the best airlines, uh, you know, for example, uh, the best hotels, Rich Carlton, for example. And uh, we're, we're going to try to take on uh, new thinking in many different ways. And that's, that's really what they did. And it was all about execution. Um, but more so than that, too, it was about a unique culture inside the company.
0: So where did uh, they lose it, Kevin?
2: They, well, you know what they did? They, they kind of fell asleep there. Uh, there was a very unique esprit de corps from the Saturn employees and what uh, they believed to be the Saturn difference. Uh, and those two words, or three words, the Saturn difference, are really what made Saturn unique. And it was all about starting and ending with the customer, uh, unique products, uh, for sure. You know, they, uh, those little Saturns weren't uh, maybe the most beautiful cars in the world, but when they launched, they were truly unique from anything else you could buy at General Motors, right? And oh, no. they had plastic body panels so they wouldn't rust or ding in parking lots. Uh, they were very cheap and cheerful cars that were, you know, very dependable. And uh, those first Saturns were very successful in capturing a lot of import buyers. Um, but as you say, they lost it. Uh, they kind of took their eye on the ball. And again, the, the cultural monster, I guess, that, that existed at General Motors really kind of got in the way. At some point in time, competitive divisions were saying, look, why is this little upstart runt brand called Saturn? getting all these great resources for their brand when, you know, big dog brands like Chevrolet and maybe GMC or whatever uh, weren't getting as much resources as they thought they needed. Hmm. So, and uh, so it was kind of swallowed whole. And, you know, as someone that was once inside Saturn uh, said, you know, it's someone really needed to make a decision at one point in time whether they were going to grow Saturn or sort of kill it.
1: And, they, and well uh, they they really they, I mean has it really really been killed No well his, it no. turns
2: out the good news is most recently uh a really successful guy in Detroit here Roger Penske uh really has the Midas touch in in many different ways mm-hmm. um has has won the the bidding war for Saturn mm-hmm. and uh you know that brand is is really that um the, the retail experience, which is still uh, recognized by many consumers, is being truly different, and uh, so they're going to work that angle and and uh, look at a lot of different brands, perhaps to sell through that channel. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen the last of, of Saturn yet by any stretch.
1: But look at the beginning, Brad. And remember what the marketing was done what they had in the beginning. I think if if it wasn't an infomercial, it was close to that, and it was totally totally different than any car advertising we'd seen they yeah. it was all all about mother earth and uh you know do how great this company is and how different it's going to be and they really did achieve that well, i mean they and they were and uh they were not they were similar to uh, uh more similar to uh, what uh uh, the toyotas and the hondas the in body design and such and it was just a different experience and it, it was almost like a compromise to say well, you know you can buy american you know guys because we're we're getting it here we got it down and we got a brand new car and but kevin what you, you were talking about with the big thing that made them mostly successful was not about the car but more about the experience huh
2: absolutely and i think you know If if GM, you know, here's a chance where GM can start anew, right? This is, uh, you know, we've seen the advertising on TV uh, done coincidentally by, you know, Deutsch, Saturn's agency, that really speaks to the new GM. And I guess the point about Saturn was that they really started with, uh, you know, sort of an internal brand culture, you know, the Saturn difference. And that manifests not just in the advertising but uh, throughout the whole organization. And when you're thinking... About starting the day with the customer in mind and, and doing everything you know uh, that you do with that customer in mind, it really drives yourself to you know brand execution uh, in all the touch points, and I think that's that's really sort of the secret sauce that Saturn had. Uh, much like you know many people would argue that Toyota has something uh, of the same way with the Toyota Way, you know, sort of a an internal operating culture that really helps it you know steer the brand. Uh, you know, to the customer.
1: We are talking with uh, Kevin Smith out of Detroit. Kevin is the principal of 360 Brand Machine. Kevin, what's a, uh, I'd like to pass along your website as well. I don't have it in handy here, though.
2: 360
1: 360- at 360brandmachine.com. 360brandmachine.com is what it is. And uh, we're going to come back and talk with more about the automotive industry and a whole bunch of stuff going on. What a, what a timely topic to uh, be hitting that right Right as we hit midsummer here on The Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. Back in just a minute.
0: Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is The Advertising Show.
1: You ate too much The cheesecake made you greedy Let your aching head and stomach hear This message from Speedy Out of Detroit this weekend Here at the Advertising Show It is our special guest, Kevin Smith Principal of 360 Brand Machine And Kevin, we are glad to have you back Welcome to the show
2: Yeah, this is fun
0: yeah, just to wrap up uh, the article that we were speaking of last segment. One of the things you mentioned in your article, you, you mentioned a lot of great things, but one thing in particular, you said that there's a need for breakthrough innovations guided by consumers. What are some examples of of this same thing you're seeing today?
2: Well, you know, I think uh, I think we stand at a pretty you know interesting place right now, um, you know, with branding and marketing, and I think. Largely, what we're seeing, and I think the the recession is sort of pushing us even you know faster toward this, is that you know we're moving from this sort of uh, old model of, of push marketing, of you know standing atop the mountaintop and saying, you know, buy this brand and blah blah blah, to more of um, a pull engagement, if you will. Um, I think what we're seeing is are certain brands that are are able to pull this off. Uh, quite successfully, a couple products that are out there that I'll mention. Uh, certainly, the iPhone. Uh, if you if you look at at the iPhone, I would consider that clearly a, a pull product. Yeah. And uh, the you know there, there's very good marketing and advertising that go along with it. But I think what you see there is a fusion of great design. And when I say design, I think it's sort of the pinnacle or the zenith of form meets function. And uh, there's been a lot of consumer engagement that has happened with that product. Uh, people are very passionate about their iPhones. Uh, we've got a new one that's going to be launching here soon. But Apple are very good at understanding sort of who their customers are and where they're heading next. And I think clearly, um, you know, if you look at another product uh, that's out there, you know, the search engine Google, uh, it's, it's just a very well-designed and, and executed product. uh, And again, the the, the one that has continuous improvement and really sort of understand what what their consumers want and sort of want next. And so I think that there's a great opportunity in the automotive space for car brands to really, again, know their customers, uh, understand sort of unmet needs, and really sort of get in the innovation space. And I think uh, you probably wouldn't get too many arguments from a lot of folks that maybe Detroit hasn't been that great in sort of uh, you know sort of trying to understand consumer wants and needs and moving into that engagement area of really sort of getting close to your consumers and not just talking at them but listening to their wants and needs and trying to deliver really breakthrough products.
0: You know, in this challenging economy, if I've learned anything, it's the fact that uh, you know you mentioned the iPhone, a great brand, and I think uh, backing up a few years, we probably would have included. Uh, Hummer and uh, Starbucks as, as great brands, but yet with the economic downturn, you find that those brands uh, can't hold and that the consumer gets a bit fickle about uh, what they're willing to spend in terms of money put in the tank or, in some cases, money put in their own tank with regard to, to what they'll pay for coffee. Any thoughts on that, Kevin?
2: Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think when someone once said, uh, you know, the... the the great brands are, are able to, uh, to manage themselves, right? Um, I mean, one day you can be on top of the world, the next day maybe not so much. And so I think that's what brand management is really all about. It's, it's constantly feeding and nurturing a brand, maybe when you lose relevance, um, maybe when your customers are going a different way. It's really sort of, you know, really trying to understand the needs and wants of those consumers and delivering that. Better than anybody else in the competitive context. Uh, you mentioned Starbucks, and I think, uh, what we're seeing right now is a lot more engagement in terms of trying to become more competitive. You know, they came back with, uh, what, the dollar Starbucks. Uh, they're doing different things to their stores. Uh, and you mentioned Hummer as well. Uh, most recently, uh, Hummer has been purchased by a Chinese firm. Mm-hmm. I think the big challenge for Hummer is to really get more relevant with consumers. Uh, Obviously, that that brand was high fashion just two or three years ago, right? Right. But certainly, uh, economic climate has changed. The environmental tide has been on the rise. And I think you'd probably see that Hummer could have probably done a little better job of of trying to understand, you know, that trend. And, uh, you know, still a strong brand, but need to understand, you know, maybe its brand width. You know how wide can can Hummer go? Can they try to accommodate more? Uh, you know, maintain that Hummer tough uh, brand essence, but maybe in something that's more eco friendly and appropriate for the times. Uh, <laughs> might, could, uh, might an electric Hummer of smaller size be, sure. be relevant? I think uh, these are things that Hummer's going to have to try to figure out as they go forward.
1: Could just be called a Hum. Uh, If it were electric, that's good. Uh, Kevin Smith is our special guest. 360 Brand Machine out of Detroit, and it's automotive stuff we're talking about today with Ray Schillens and Brad Forsythe here at the Advertising Show. Glad you're listening.
0: Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to the AdvertisingShow.com. This is the Advertising Show.
2: Hot dogs, Armor Hot Dogs. What kinds of kids eat Armor Hot Dogs?
1: Out of Detroit, we are talking automotive with Kevin Smith. The principal at 360 Brand Machine. 360 Brand Machine is the website. Kevin, welcome back to the show.
0: Thanks, guys. Yeah, you know, uh, off the air, before we started the show today, we were talking a little bit about uh, Mini and how the Mini uh, car company may be coming out with some uh, changes as far as what consumers think that brand is all about. Yeah, Yeah. just as you were talking uh, last segment about uh, changes expected expected with Hummer as well. And a great place to talk about something that I'm sure you talk to your clients a lot about at 360 Brand Machine, Kevin, and that's the rise of the 360-degree organic branding. Share, share your thoughts about that.
2: Yeah, I think, I think what you really see, uh, and I think mini is a, is a brilliant example of, of what we mean by 360-degree you know, branding. And, and really what it's about is taking a branding idea and uh, something that really you know, differentiates your brand from everybody else, but it is also very relevant you know, to, to your target consumer. Uh, and then really holistically executing that brand Uh, in everything you do. And again, I think uh, Saturn, a brilliant example of uh, a brand ahead of its time that that sort of figured that out, that it was all about, you know, the the Saturn difference and and, uh, a real customer focus. And I think Mini really gets that as well. Uh, Mini's a brand that, you know, really understands that it's about, you know, fun motoring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we looked at the launch of that, I think there was something very compelling, uh, probably one of, you know, Crispin Porter's uh, most shining moments all right. was, was all the uh, launch work that, uh, that they did for that brand. Um, you know, if you've looked at, at all the brilliant inserts that they did and, and even the tagline, Let's Motor, it was all very much about, you know, this tiny, happy little car and, and hey, guess what? This, this thing can be a blast to drive. And, and it really touched, you know, uh, an owner who was really sort of looking for that experience. And in turn, if you go into a mini dealership you will see a service person who totally buys into that ethos of mini and what it's all about going the extra mile little dog bowls there you know for your pooch because they know a lot of mini folks love dogs and uh... it's just you know all the little details of that brand have been thought about from a three hundred sixty degree perspective in turn they're also listening i think constantly to to consumers and trying to understand what those consumers are going to want next and and I think you've seen a generational change from the first generation to the second generation mini whereby they've listened to a lot of consumer feedback about maybe size or maybe ride characteristics of the vehicle and what have you and they've delivered that in the next generation mini and of course you know now they're looking at, at broadening that brand because perhaps many customers want uh, you know an SUV or uh or something else. But again, I I think the whole three hundred and sixty degree idea is is where marketing is headed. And it's less again about, you know, push, it's more about pull and consumer engagement. And really you know, listening to to your consumers and trying to to anticipate where they want to go next.
0: Yeah, and I think the the biggest uh, thing that the uh, Mini uh, company, many Cooper company has going for them are their are their customers who really believe in that product and and they're out telling people about it. Let's talk yeah. about the state of the of the big three in Detroit, G, uh, GM and Chrysler both. Uh, Taken bailout money, Ford has not. Did Ford really leverage uh, the fact that they were not part of the uh, bailout money and, and and put themselves out there uh, to mean what that should mean, which is a strong company that's not with the other two? I, I don't think they did, Kevin.
2: Well, I think they're trying to work that angle. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, you know they're. You talk about a company that's really undergone you know a, a big change over the last couple of years. Great leadership by Alan Mulally, their CEO. Uh, and again, he's got them going in a sort of one forward global direction in terms of an internal culture. Uh, there's some momentum over at that car company, if you look at some of the products that are coming, uh, just some super, super products, and doing marketing in many different ways. I think if you look at, you know, the Fiesta movement that they have, you know, with sort of, uh, you know, the social media play that they have out there, and a true concerted effort to differentiate themselves as not part of the big three. Now, hopefully, that's coming through for them. Uh, but from certainly, it's a combined public relations as well as uh, traditional media uh, effort. And uh, you know, they've got some good momentum, but certainly some is ahead as well.
1: Well, Kevin, it's been a pleasure uh, uh, talking about all this great stuff today. 360brandmachine.com if you'd like to find out more, and informative and fun, and thanks for being a part of the show. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. On the Advertising Show, it's Ray Shillings, Brad Forsythe, back in just a minute with more. Hope you enjoyed today's Encore Show here at the Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsythe. As we present these uh, throughout the years, we've got uh, a decade worth of programming that you can really go to anytime at theadvertisingshow.com and we invite you to do that and of course uh, tell a friend as well it's Ray Shillins, The Advertising Show it's being brought to you by Advertising Age Magazine visit online at age.com. and also we want to remind you about our good friends at Shippel the power behind the advertising show.com website a platform called Tendency it's a killer marketing platform and it's spelled S-C-H-I-P-U-L shipple.com check it out The Advertising Show is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production. And we will talk to you again next week. Why do more media professionals read IWantMedia.com? IWantMedia.com features reports from industry leaders and media personalities. IWantMedia.com gives you quick access to news, stats, trade orgs, and industry publications, and it's updated daily. Forbes says IWantMedia.com contains everything media professionals need to stay ahead of the game. The Washington Post calls it the source for the serious media geek. Do you get it? If you don't, you should. To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com.